everybody. Today on Wanna Be On Top, we get into it with my friend, the one, the only, the illustrious Pearl. And we dig into these iconic makeovers of Cycle 4 of Top Model. We chat with Pearl about her relationship with Top Model, what she thinks of Tyra's beauty advisory skills, and we find out how Pearl spent her summer living in her glamper van. Stay tuned. This episode is nothing but fierce. Forever. Dog. With me, Shay Coulee. Are top model fans born or made? Hey, I'm Shay Coulee, and welcome to Wanna Be On Top, 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 a podcast where I explore the cultural phenomenon that launched a thousand smizes. As always, I am joined by insatiable power bottom and top model expert, Maxwell Esposito. Hi, Maxwell. Are you as caffeinated as I am today? Oh, baby, you know I am. And it is pumpkin (laughs) spice season. So I have this almond milk pumpkin spice creamer. And um, I just have to make myself an extra cup of coffee every day because of it. So I I have to send you this video that I saw the other day of a girl getting in her car and shotgunning a pumpkin spice latte. Have you seen? She literally gets in her car opens a switchblade, stabs the bottom of her cup, and then just shotguns her whole... I I have seen this new shotgun phenomenon on TikTok. Like, yes, I've seen, but not the pumpkin spice one. So please, I need a seasonally appropriate one. I need it to be seasonally appropriate. Oh my God, should we recreate? Uh, I would love to throw up from shotgunning a pumpkin spice latte. That sounds so fun. That sounds I would, so fun. I would probably, you know what? For the sake of the fun, I no, I no, I well, no, I I can try to do it with a pumpkin spice latte, but like pumpkin spice is um not my my tea. I think I am. I obviously would fail a paper bag test, so I'm too melanated to enjoy pumpkin spice the way that I feel um, some of my fairer friends um, do. Um, But I could be, you know, I could be wrong, though. I could be absolutely wrong because I also had this realization um, uh, the other week that I used to think that I was kind of, like, alone um, being a Black person who watched the Reba show and enjoyed it as much as I do. And as I've gotten older and gone through life, I realize a lot of Black people watch the Reba show. So perhaps more Black people um, have pumpkin spice than I think. Um, and if you're one of those Black people, please send us an email to beontoppod at gmail.com. 
And just, you know, let us know. Do you fucks with the pumpkin spice or do you not? And and, and if you want to remain anonymous, we can absolutely keep your identity safe. I, um, this I is just tell. purely for, yeah, it's for science. It's for science. I'm, um, I'm, I'm an inquiring mind as well. But yeah, let's, <laughs> we want to know. Yeah, but I mean, obviously, you know, we are hella caffeinated because we're obviously really excited because today we are talking about the makeover episode for Cycle four of America's Next Top Model. Now, I know I sound like a broken record when I say, like, Makeover Day is, like, our favorite episode to talk about, but it is the truth. It um, is. You know, it's, it, it, it's, it's the moment where we really get to see who Tyra and the producers want to see flourish and have their confidence grow and be the best model they can, and who... They want to give a supercuts haircut to and see if they cry um, before they even leave the salon. So um, in Cycle 4, they mix things up a bit and they give the girls the makeovers on episode two. Now, as a viewer, I was absolutely excited because I was like, yes, let's just start the competition off. Really, you know, after we do like our initial little our little casting and everything like that and just get the girls the makeovers. Like, let's have them look at like models right off the bat. You know, I loved it. Let's, let's start the spiral. Let's get the tears going. It's yes. like, you miss, you miss your mommy. You're going to miss your hair now too. Okay. <laughs> um, and you know, one thing that I always really like love, that would be like a consolation prize for a lot of these girls, or at least what they would try to offer as a consolation prize. They'd be like, well, we're going to donate it. To locks of love, and somebody else will get to enjoy your hair. They Doesn't did that do, make you feel better. They did do that with Jennifer with a pH. Um, yes. they did donate all that, like the all that hair. Hair, they somebody. did. They donated remember, all that hair. She was crying, and she was like, "At least it's going to charity." Right, and then she kind of held it like, uh, like a a pet that had passed, like a pet ferret that she like loved dearly. That she was like so sad that had departed from this earth earthly realm. Oh, um, with the pH. <laughs> well, let's talk about these makeovers, because like as a whole, what do you think of the cycle four makeovers? Because as we approach this, I felt like these were kind of not so memorable makeovers um i feel like there is a lot of contestants um in this cycle that got makeovers that just really felt like afterthoughts i feel like they're like i feel like half of them either got um really bad haircuts or makeovers that just really weren't really makeovers you know i don't know how do you feel about these makeovers (laughs) i mean they're bad i mean some of them are really boring i feel like there are a lot of these girls even for like tv standards they could have just really like messed with some of these girls i felt like we got a lot of like simple things with you know we'll get it more into detail with our guests in a little bit but like you know like naima only got a dye job like britney only got bangs like right only got extensions like where's the full transformation like Where's the Shandy storylines? Like, yeah. The, from Walgreens, the Dairy Queens, to Glamazon I mean, Queens. I don't know. Bangs are a pretty major transformation, I feel like, um, for cis women. Um, I have a lot of <laughs> cis women um, friends who I can recall several times where they're like, you know what? I'm going to do it. I'm, I'm going to do it. I'm, I'm going to get bangs. <laughs> I wish I could relate with that like sensation that is um because bangs really bangs really can change your face look i I look okay i I know i'm going on a tangent but um 
I, I'm thinking of somebody that you and I both know from Chicago, the iconic bartender Bridget from Berlin, right? Yes. Bridget with her her jet black hair, her bangs, like always. You're like, okay, fierce. One time, I kid you not, I'm walking down the street. I see this woman. She has her hair pulled back in a ponytail. She's walking her dog, and she's like smiling at me. And I'm like, who is? I was like, who is this woman? Like smiling at me. I was like, she lo- looks like she knows me. She looks like she knows me. And I get closer, and I realize that it's Bridget. And like, she saw my face like light up, and I was like, Bridget. And she's like, hey, Shay, like, what's going on? And I was like, honestly, girl, I was like, I've never seen you with your bangs, like, pulled back. I was like, I don't really know what your full face looks like. I was all like, you, she looks so, she looked so, like, and, and, and I mean, like, Bridget looks great, but she looked, like, younger. She looked like, you know, because, like, all of her face was, like, revealed. And you see just kind of, like, how, because her bangs make her so edgy and everything like that. But anyway, bangs can provide a transformation when done right. And, you know, side note, you'd think somebody who had worked at Berlin for so long would be aware that, like, she's in, most people haven't seen her in the light. Like, in the light, either. Yeah. In the daylight, like, for the first time. <laughs> and you'd think she would, it wasn't the bangs. It'd be like, oh, yes, it's the light. Like, I've, Right. I've she didn't have the dark. smoky eye on. She was just, like, really clean face, you know, like, just, like, really easy, breezy, beautiful cover girl. No haze um, from a Berlin bomb. Yeah. Just, just <laughs> that view of those bangs in the dark. Oh, my God. Okay, uh, should we talk about this photo shoot, though? This alien photo shoot. What do we think of this? The makeup and the hair for this shoot are just so much fun. So amazing, in my opinion. I absolutely loved it. The hair was amazing. I mean, who... Artistry. I think it was Janice that said, she was like, this is D'Amelio at his finest. Yeah, absolutely. Like, I just felt like D'Amelio slayed. And, And... Makeup slayed. And I don't wardrobe think- not no th- no the wardrobe was no it was budget. Not good. I mean I was gonna say like it's sad that it was all that hair and makeup was wasted on the first photo shoot because I I, know. those girls had had like a little bit more practice even like three yeah. episodes in on them I feel like we would have been saying such different stuff but like Kenya looked amazing uh-huh else? Chris I love Christie's makeup with yep. the circles I loved Naima. it and Rebecca Rebecca's hair was done the orb on her yeah head. I loved so it good. okay well who do you think um did the best performance wise uh in the shoot you know I'm gonna say I think it was um it was Naima. I think she was really strong. Uh-huh. I think she had the confidence. I mean, yeah. especially after seeing Eva, like I was automatically like comparing them, of course. Like that's just what my little brain did. And they both mm-hmm. were just like giving me attitude right away that I needed from my top model. Yes. Okay, so the after the photo shoot, these girls get moved into their penthouse into DTLA. And, you know, we spoke with Kenya um about it see and, and i feel like for anybody like for us like little gay boys out in the suburbs of illinois we're like oh my god this is so fierce like oh sweetie this is everything but have never been to dtla a day in our lives and this is 2005 okay this was like two years prior to them pouring all of this money into, like, DTLA, like, right before the stock market crash, all of that. So, you know, Kenya was like, yo, 
It was uh, kind of scurry. It was yeah. a scurry shit. And Compton um, is close to the so- downtown LA. And so yeah. she's like, this is really up the street. How dare From you do this to me, Tyra? <laughs> um, and also, like, there's nothing really luxe about it. It's giving very, it's giving very Columbia College Chicago dorm room university yes. center chic. Oh my gosh, the way they designed it, <laughs> they decorated it, was making me laugh so hard. Especially now that I live in LA and know the yeah. stereotypes of these neighborhoods, I was like, "That is not East LA. That is Claire's." Right. That Hello. Is like, Kitson <laughs> like, on Rodeo on um meets forever 21 it was just it's so funny i mean the house is really this cycle the house does not seem to be as luxe as the waldorf astoria i know ma'am i know well well look let's not get too excited maxwell we have a lot to talk about today and i'm really excited to dive in because makeover day is such a special one here at wanna be on top and so I wanted to bring on a guest that fully understands what it means to be glamorous and to be photographed down boots. So we will take a quick break. And when we come back, we are going to get into these makeovers, these contestants, this drama with my friend and drag race sister, Pearl. We'll be right back. Have you ever thought about how gay you say the number three? Hi, Me? I'm Shay Coulee, and welcome back. <laughs> Do I have a very homosexual three? You go three. One, two, three. It's the vocal fry. It's, it's the vocal I, fry. It's, and One, the Britney two. Spears auto-tune three in my head. I just yes, I that, say it you like know her. What? That is exactly what it is. It is Britney Spears's one, two, three. Snap. Three. <laughs> Snap. <laughs> I Weren't you in a three-way relationship when that song came out? Something or around like that. that. Time? Yeah, I it felt it. very, like, uh, I felt very in touch with my queen. Free Britney, period. Yes, team. All right, well, welcome back, folks. I am so excited today to pick the brain of this beautiful creature because we are talking with someone who knows a lot about beauty. And it is makeover day, and we really can't skip on that. So let's just get right into it. And welcome to the show, my friend from Drag Race Season 7. We have the one, the only, the iconic. Pearl! Hi, Pearl. How's it going, girl? Hi, Pearl. Hey, sis. Hey, <laughs> Maxwell. Miss you guys. When was the last time we were all in the same room together? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I hope um, that there was food. If there was. Whenever it was, I'm sure there was food. Period. Probably. Food? I feel like we always There's eat. probably, probably lots poppers. Of... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was thinking like poppers, cocaine, and ecstasy at Berlin nightclub or something along those lines. But Berlin bombs. Yeah, yeah. Oh, go on. Berlin bombs. I guess bombs. I was thinking like cheesies. Berlin bombs, exactly. Cheesies, pizza, late night. I don't know. That was useless. <laughs> yeah, you were yeah, you were the resident like cheesy spokesperson. Like I like my body could not handle all that dairy. It was not I didn't ever. do cheesies. I went to the subway. 
Oh, see, the subway was here. And then I think, like, right after you moved from Chicago Pearl, were you there when they um, opened the blaze across the street? No. Place? Oh, see, because right, like, un- like, under the red line, they, like, opened a little Dunkin' Donuts, and then right next to it was a blaze pizza, so you could go and get, like, a little thin crust, little personal. So they gave Cheesy's a run for her money. Yes, they really were, because I was just like, they I really needed some the competition. Pizza. They needed some competition because there was a lot going on at Cheesy's late night. Like every, there was something going on in there and yeah. And then then they opened a bar. So then they started really competing with like the other bars in the neighborhood because it used to be like, Oh, that's just just what they needed. Yeah. (laughs) And then they opened up an arcade. I heard the arcade side closed though. Now, now it's back to the bar. Yeah. It's just back to the good old basics. Back to the barnyard. um, Cheesy's. Yeah. So for, for, for our, listeners who are listening in um we've obviously known each other for a very long time um pearl how many years did you live in chicago before you relocated to new york i was there for like four and a half years right on yes gosh and i and i feel like that was like literally right like i had kind of like moved up to like the north side after i finished school around 2011 so Ooh, yeah, yeah. I, that was like right I, when i moved there was 2011 yeah and i feel like i met you probably like eight to ten months after i remember i met you on halloween i will never forget that you mm-hmm. and kim walked into mm-hmm. berlin nightclub you in all white her in all red and i remember just being mm-hmm. like, who are these girls mm-hmm. i remember being there that night as well you were both yeah. very tall very mm-hmm. tall, yeah. taller than everyone else yeah, well, we came Kim out was very tall. strong. <laughs> yes. Yeah, Kim was way taller, definitely. <laughs> but back then, I liked to wear like the tall, you know, I was like really excited. So I could I could wear those tall, tall ones. But mm-hmm. yeah, those were the good old days, girls. Um, Top model Much figure. has changed since then. <laughs> right. And I think what Isn't it that... crazy though? Like, like, sorry to interrupt, but no, could ahead. you like just... Even just, like, sitting here right now, imagine just, like, knowing then what we know now. Wouldn't that be crazy to be like, whoa? You know what I'm saying? Just, like, I know. the dynamics <laughs> of it all. It would be it's, so dynamic. Yes. I mean, mm-hmm. we were so much younger than we were in our 20s, you know? We were um, skintiest. <laughs> <laughs> we were, could drink and eat whatever and be the skintiest little beings. Oh it was my so great. God. But one thing that I feel like people immediately recognized about you was your makeup skills and your beauty and, like, your point of view and your taste. So, um, as someone who clearly has really amazing taste, we were like, well, we have to talk with Pearl, you know, on the Makeover episode. Because I think one thing that we also like to do is, like, when we critique these uh, uh um makeovers knowing what we know now we always like to kind of like offer our little two cents of like you know what we would have done um yeah because we go through what the girls go through on the makeover episode every single night except yeah. 10 times worse <laughs> and it's 10,000 times harder and we do it all on ourselves yeah right so like if anyone's gonna judge and critique the makeover episode it's got to be drag queen absolutely Bitch. or so- Oliver, but Oh, right, hello. Or, or Miss Oliver Twist. She always has some good insights. Hi, everybody. Okay, so season four aired in um, March of 2005. So I want to go back to young Matthew. What were they wearing 
during this time, March 2005, what were they watching? What was like on their iPod? Like what was tea? Oh my God, March 2005. So I would have been 14 years old, about to turn 15 that year. Work. And that was like a really crazy, crazy time in my life because I had like dropped out of middle school that year and I was just given like complete free reigns by my so-called mother at the time. <laughs> and I had a bunch of older friends and I started wearing all black, wearing girl jeans, put extensions in my hair. I was pale white. With, yes. like, the foundation, the black, smudgy eyes. I don't know. I was just, like, shoplifting makeup and drinking, like, all day with these people who were way too old to be hanging out with me <laughs> or who I was too old to be hanging out with. And, yeah, she was a mess. <laughs> <laughs> I, a mess. I, like, also, like, live because that totally sounds like, you know, like, it would be some type of movie, like, 13, but instead for you it would be 14, you know? Yeah, I definitely, I've actually been, this is going to sound so stupid and, like, conceited, but I've actually been thinking about, like, my past as, like, in a screenplay. You know what I mean? Because I do feel like, like, y'all don't even know the half of it. I haven't even ever, like, I never even tapped into my past until recently. You know what I mean? Because it's just Mm -hmm. dark and it's Mm -hmm. deep and it's crazy and it could be, it's funny and it's just not funny. Uh But I have been thinking about that recently recently like what the hell because i've been kind of thinking like should i be like writing something or yes you know what i'm saying just honestly like, like i feel like as those that <clears throat> area memories come back you should totally because just in the the two minutes that you described like being 14 i was like hooked you know i was, I was like mm. i know i was like this sounds i was like this sounds like a movie and it sounds like a really complex story and just like as someone who knows you personally i was really intrigued and i feel like even people who don't would be like wow i would like to just like hear this story because that doesn't sound like your typical 14 year old type of experience so you know I'm like, start writing yeah, down. and of course it never slowed down. You know what I mean? It did not get normal at any point. <laughs> so up until now, you know, now like right now, sitting here in this wig talking to you guys is like the most normal I've ever been in my entire life. So <laughs> I love. Um, and yeah, it's so I've, natural too. Like I just listeners, I just want you to know that like Pearl is sitting here and this lovely, lovely, just like natural laid center part ash blonde with these really just stark money piece highlights right in the front, just giving you oh, frame in the face. It's gorgeous. She's just a natural My woman. <laughs> I thought that was the hair growing out of your head. I was like, for when you answered the phone, yeah. I really had a moment where there I was, was like, I was, was like, wait, okay, too. you guys. I was like, wait, I did, did get extensions. Out? Okay, they are extensions, but the top is mine. I swear. I swear. Yeah. I was sitting there wondering for a moment. I was just saw like, has she just been like taking a lot of biotin? Like, has, has her? Have I not noticed that her hair is just like really, really grown? Like, I did sit there and like examine. Hair by Blair, girl. Hair by Blair. <laughs> yes. Um, okay, so I I have a question for you. Uh, uh, when Top Model was airing, like uh, like at this time, like season four, were you a fan of the show? Were you watching it at this time? Um. Uh do bear shit in the woods i mean i was a gay boy a teenage gay boy while like antm was just beginning um we were all hooked like that's where we all learned everything that was like our bible yes i I wasn't just a fan shay i was like a historian and a connoisseur and a collector (laughs) 
<laughs> she was living, breathing, eating or not, all things top model. Yeah. Top model facts. Like, and it's so funny because like watching that show when you're a kid versus doing it as an adult, you know, like everything looks so freaking different, doesn't yeah, it? It like, does. From how you remember? It does. Like there are moments, like there are certain things that I remember at the time, like felt really high end and glamorous. And then like now being someone who's no! worked in the industry and it's like seeing the type of just there like, is no crazy budget thing, on that you're show. like, you're like, wow, there no, no, it really budget. wasn't. It really wasn't. It was just things that I hadn't seen before. So it's like this, like, kid well, living in the suburbs. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So, like, we were that's... just captivated. And I think that that is also, too, in so many ways, like, it was, like, our drag race. Like, these girls, because, like, oh. we didn't have anything that was, like, a whole bunch yes. of, like, faggotry and pageantry and, like, glam and fashion. So, like, I feel like all these, like, millennial, like, queer boys and girls were all like sitting around watching this show just like you know well and then when drag race started especially around that time season one season two it was like america's next top model mixed with project runway but for gay men like Mm -hmm. that's what it was and that's why we're all just like yeah like this is like a (laughs) culmination of just like what we all want and need because it's like bringing back that top model like era again Mm -hmm. so Bitch, I was excited. Hell yeah. And I and and also too was like a really big fan of Project Runway. And I uh, who was it? Um someone was telling me that on season one of Drag Race, they were going to have the the queens compete in teams with a designer. Like, so it was going to be like, you know, when it came to like challenges, like the queen would have a designer there that would be, like, making things, like, with them and for them. And, and then they realized like... they couldn't even afford a decent camera. <laughs> they were <laughs> like, yeah. Let's, like, let's just, let's like, go with pull plan back. A. Yeah. Pull back. But, I mean... <laughs> let's just make one person do it all. Because it was... It was it, it's, 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 one of, it's, like, one of the designers that works with a lot of the Rue girls, and I'm trying to figure out who it was, because they were like, yeah, I was, like, cast and had gone through, like, you know, this whole interview process and was going to, like... Um, go there and do the show, but then they just, you know, were like, no, we're going in a different direction. But I still think that that would be, like, a fierce um, idea. Because, honestly, mm-hmm. having to make that, those outfits yourself for those, like, sewing challenges <laughs> with all the other things you have to do, interviews and your hair and your makeup and all that, it's a lot. It would be really great to, like, you it know... It would have just... been nice to have a designer there <laughs> say yes. <laughs> <laughs> think about how think about how amazing the looks would be, you know, because like look, a lot of times the girls really do turn it, but like not everyone has that skill set. So just like imagine how cool it would be. That's if, why that's why people love drag artists so much, like illustrators yeah. so much, because uh-huh. like when they just when they draw drag queens, they like kind of take their look that they created, but like turn it into like what they wanted it to look like. Yes. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Did that make sense? No, totally. And also because you are a really talented artist and illustrator, you know, like, I mean, I remember way back in the day, just like chilling in your uh, apartment that was, what was that restaurant that you were over there by? Wait, oh, um, Wakamono. Yes, Wakamono. Um, and you had all those like 
um, illustrations of the character Pearl that you had done like prior to like getting into drag and you could see mm-hmm. the influence of your illustrations in the way that you like approached your makeup. And so it was always really cool Definitely. to see that, that, that translation. So I think that's why it was so easy to translate it because I had just drawn it on paper so many times throughout my yeah. whole damn life. That yeah. It was just like, it was just about learning how to work with the product more than uh-huh. anything. Yeah. You know, it mm-hmm. wasn't like, I didn't like, of course I had tons of things to learn, but it wasn't like, Oh God. Like a lot of Queens are like, I don't know anything when they start it, you know yeah. what I mean? But I at mm-hmm. least had been like, drawing female faces and kind mm-hmm. of understood the translation if you will so as a um uh, a big antm super fan who okay so we're on season four right now and we're going to be jumping into the um makeovers as a fan what do you look forward to what were you looking forward to like the most every season when it when the show came on were you like okay I'm so ready to see the makeover episode or I'm so ready to definitely see the, the makeover yeah. episode. <laughs> definitely the makeover episodes. And even, and when you asked me to do this, I responded to Maxwell and said, it's so weird you're asking me to do this because I literally just rewatched like all of the makeover segments. <laughs> like, yes. inter- like I just sat there and like smoked weed and like skipped forward and just watched the makeovers of every single season. So that was like definitely destined, like a gay destiny such moment. But it was always the makeover episodes that excited me the most because I just love the art of transformation Mm -hmm. and like no shade to top model, but it's like half we're going to make these girls look good and half we're going to fuck with their minds (laughs) and just like give you a good reality (laughs) TV. And that was really what I loved the most. Like who are they going to like, shine like bring to the forefront and like let them shine with their beauty yeah. and these hair extensions and their yeah. whatever <laughs> and who who's whose head are they going to shave today yeah, you know what i mean they're gonna just like botch here on this day well let's just get into it because i'm so excited to talk about these okay so first up we have miss kaylin from broken arrow Kaylin, you know, she was kind of shy. She was the one that, you know, they were like pitting her to be the little runway diva with the stomp. And they gave her some extensions. Bitch, I thought that was Blair St. Clair. (laughs) (laughs) She is giving me like Oscar Wilde, like little, um, I don't know, just like, like mouth. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like mm-hmm. cute mouth model that mm-hmm. was like so big in that era. But she's like also a little bit Claudia Schiffer. Yeah. And just has that classic 90s like Kristen. I know she's like newer, but Kirsten Stewart. Yes. Sort of like mm-hmm. little featured. She's look. like, yeah. You know what I mean, she's and what like... they do, they gave her some extensions that aren't even. They made her look like even more like a model. She looks fantastic. Mm-hmm. That's it. I would have loved. Oh wait, you know what they did? Because they gave her like bangs. They kind of like gave her a little bit more of a bang to work with. But the thing mm-hmm. is, like in the photo, she has that wind, so it's just like kind of pushing yep. all the bangs out of her face, and it just kind of looks like it's not blended. But I forgot that she kind of had like those little kind of like 
PC bangs that were supposed to kind of like fall forward a little bit. But yeah. They no. tried to give her that 2004 like little fringe thing, that like yeah. tiny little Paris Hilton bang yes. you know, that they used to do. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. And I'm Same just kind of like. They had, to, they had some thick ass extensions and, you know, that kind of dirty dishwater blonde hair is like very thin. So, like, what are you going to do when you have like a super coarse, like yeah. blonde? expanded hair piece like in yeah. hair like that it's just not gonna <laughs> blend it's not gonna blend no and that's like Period. that's that's always the part that's like really challenging when it comes to like these extensions it's just all like oof it's like the blending because you know especially back then because they didn't do those super flat wefts that they have now uh-uh. you know now it's like a piece of paper in there yeah. but back then it was like a like a <laughs> and then they're sewing like rope into it yeah. yeah, and then trying to oh like braid God. down their thin hair. But why do they? Okay, so now it's all about like the deep ass part, you know, for uh-huh. and wigs. But back uh-huh. then, they would be braiding these girls' hair, and like the braid would go all the way up here, and they would uh-huh. sew it. And then like the part is like two inches oh, in the front, yeah. but it's like a sew-in. Yeah, and it's exactly. Like, they didn't do that to her. They didn't do that to Kaylin, but they did that to so many of the girls. Yeah, they and it's did not. like, what do you? Why would you do that to them? Why'd you do that, Tyra? Yeah, they like, like put they in a twenty dollars wig sewn into their hair with that little ass part. <laughs> exactly, and then I live for, and I and I'm like, I want to say it's like season um eight where they come for uh. <laughs> One of the contestants for having a wig that sewn curly in. Red. Yeah, no, she had that curly gosh, red hair her girl. Name? I need to look up her name. We like, talked about her last like week Brittany. too. We d- oh, we talked about her last week. Oh no, she. Um, I can't I remember her name like, though. Dominican. She was from New York. Um, uh, it was Jasmine like, Cycle, correct? It's Jasmine Cycle, and she had like a really kind of like prominent like nose profile, and, and then they did give her they gave her a different kind of like shorter curly texture kind of no. like. Three C. You, you guys don't remember. You guys don't remember her. Brittany. Oh, we do Brittany. remember Brittany because they really did wreck Brittany. With what that. did they do to this poor girl? She really went there thinking she was gonna like get go on get on top. Wow. But that was really the one that I was like, I've had enough. Like yeah. they aren't trying to elevate these girls. They are. This is a mind fuck. Right. She was sitting there crying too. She was in pain. Right. And you know what? Like they this gave day her and that age, extreme color. I they like gave her a perm. It's just all you it could was never get really away bad. with that. And you could uh-huh. also never get away with hurting one of those girls. Like that whole oh, it's a model. You're a model. You have to be tough and like take the pain. Fuck no. that. That would be like a lawsuit in two yeah. seconds in 2021. <laughs> like. Bitch, like, my scalp is bleeding. Get off of me. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. Okay. Next up, we have Tatiana. And her hair was dyed darker to look richer. What do we think about mm. Tatiana? I think she looks like Polina Poroskova with that hair. And that was Very. the goal. Yeah, that was That the was the goal. Very. Um, but I do prefer her hair before. And I'm only going to say that because like, let's be real. Models are supposed to have boob length hair that is like their natural color, period. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, like, that is what the model's hair needs to be. Like, yeah. every single model, if you're trying to be a model, don't color your hair. Don't give yourself a crazy razor cut. 
grow out a one length blob and it's got to be your natural color. Maybe like a couple of, you know, highlights, lowlights, but that's it. So I, I don't mean, know why they're going and doing these drastic changes. It's like, whatever's the opposite of what you have, that's what we're going to give you. So yeah. it's like a miracle that they didn't just chop it all off to like they usually do. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, you have long blonde hair. So we're going to give you short black hair. Oh, you because, have straight uh, yeah. brown hair. <laughs> we're going to give you curly red hair. You know what I mean? They just yeah. like, do it the opposite. So I'm just glad they didn't do that to poor Tatiana. Right. And I, and, and, what, and I have to agree with you, too, that I do like her color prior to the makeover because Tatiana was from Hawaii. It looks like kind of, Yes. And it's very it's giving you literally sun. the hair I'm wearing right now. It's like warm. It like it has these beautiful kind of like honey tones in it. And the dark, dark brown that they you could tell there's a lot of red in that brown that like really it makes doesn't, her look like, more like Eastern European like it that. Does. And no yes. No sense to that, but it's just like a little colder and a little uh-huh. more like dated. She looks like she used some box hair dye and she's yeah. like dated. It, it, and it, I feel like it makes her look older and more harsh, where I feel like her hair before made her look a lot just like younger and fresher. Younger. Yeah, but you know, it's she's stunning. Like, look at her face, look at her body, look at her Absolutely. like little tiny shoulder, her little tiny shoulder and arm. Uh, like she could have curly red sew in with a two inch part and she'd still like <laughs> <Dear. laughs> <But> yeah <laughs> we like it before yes all right you know what we are gonna take a quick break and when we come back we are gonna continue dissecting the makeovers of cycle four we'll be right back Okay, so we are back discussing the makeovers of Cycle 4 of America's Next Top Model. And up next, we have Christy, who also received um, some darker hair. Now, look, um, we'll have to post this on the Instagram so you can see this before and after. I don't know what is going on in this before photo. I don't know who, like, Girl, like, like who knocked her upside the head. 5 a.m. after the smart bar, <laughs> right before I go home with somebody. Like, <laughs> no, her pupils are, like, the size of dinner plates. <laughs> I mean, I was also noticing that part. Um, uh, yeah, wow. Um, a lot of they... these befores are really bad. Like, they really who took did. these? They're 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 <laughs> Miss J. Well, the the <laughs> one like, girl didn't girl, even her picture's like blurry, right? I <laughs> know. No, yeah, they're so bad. <laughs> like, <laughs> Looks like a season one filter. <laughs> um, I mean, okay, so I feel like for Christy, um, she's giving me deer in the headlights. I just took, I just spoke an eighth of freaking crystal mess this weekend and <laughs> my roots <laughs> are greasy and my eyebrows are thin and like that is it that was so um, 2005 though it, yeah that was the that was the moment i'm really trying okay um i feel I, okay, I think petrified. i think the thing that i'm struggling with with uh, Christie's hair and both the before and after is there's doesn't really seem to be a real direction of where the hair is going, you know. She has like no, she just needed di- a color correction, 
Yeah. Yeah. And I'm I'm also I I feel like they maybe gave her some extensions too to give her a little bit more thickness. Mm-hmm. Um yeah. which you know she needed. That hairline. She she did need right. And that's why I'm all like that hairline's angry. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> um I I mean like I do feel like it's 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 a uh, um it's a you know a slight improvement. Uh, well, she's like already model... such a monotone girl, you know, like yeah, just just like with the way she she was on the show, you know, she she was like she could have been there, she could have not, nobody would have freaking noticed. What do you say when you're sitting and looking at this picture? It's just like a brunette girl who looks terrified, <laughs> and they fucked up her hairline. <laughs> That's okay. it. She went home. I okay so here okay hear me out because I was sitting here like really studying this photo and I'm thinking like for her face and to kind of just like give her an edge even though I don't really feel like Christy is like the girl with an edge but imagine like a like ruby rose kind of like bowl cut like just like like really give her the rosemary's baby yeah. Like, well, like not no, not Rosemary's short. Baby, not that short pixie, but that Ruby Rose, like heavy kind of like um, who was that hot? Oh God! Like in two thousand seven, she was so huge. She was like in all the Burberry ads. She had the really square jaw. Agnes Dean, Agnes Dean. Do you remember oh, Agnes her? Dean, yeah, yes. Mm-hmm. That kind of that haircut. I feel like on Christie would have been like okay. I noticed this girl now. Like she really stands out to me. Maybe that was the psychology behind, like, screwing over so many of these girls and chopping (laughs) off their hair and, like, throwing them out of their comfort zone. Maybe it was those girls that they thought were blending in a little bit too much in the background. And they wanted to, like, test them and just kind of, like, shake them a little bit just to, like, test them and see what the hell they were going to do about it. Maybe she was one of those girls that they should have done that to. I think so, because, like, I feel like if you would have given her, like, a butch kind of, like, haircut like that and been, like, okay, you need to walk with, like, a sturdy gait and, like, like you got, like, an eight-inch I dick, I think, like, you know, it probably would have changed for Christy. She, you know, When I imagine that haircut on her, though, Shay, I don't think that would work. She's just, like, too mousy for that kind of haircut. And then she would have looked like that little vampire on Twilight, the mousy one. <laughs> The sister. Yes. <laughs> Alice. Alice. <laughs> yeah, so you know what I'm saying? Like, she just yeah. would have, like, turned into that, and it just would have been, like, you need long hair. So, next up, we <laughs> have... That before picture, though, you have to post that. Yes, so right. They, just so they know what we're looking at. Just so at. they know. Okay, so next up, we have Britta. Britta. Britta? Because I feel like... Because I feel like Tyra always pronounced it differently, so I never really knew. I was like, "Is it Brita, Brita, or Brita, Brita?" Wow! So she... our girl Brit with an A really didn't really <laughs> mis- like receive like much um, of a makeover. They just said, "Let's throw some barrel no. curls in here." Um, uh, maybe she's a little bit more golden, but I don't know if that's just the poor quality of the first photo. Um. Yeah, they didn't do anything. They didn't do anything for her. And that's exactly what they should have done for most of the girls. Like, let them have their long, natural hair. Yeah. So, I mean, she could have used, like, a little purple shampoo, maybe. Yeah, uh Um, for sure. And and that, like, 
tight little ringlet, like almost Renaissance style curl <laughs> is not what I was expecting, especially when that fan went. I and know. you could feel it see, like uh, piece how... by piece. Like you could see right through her freaking hair. Um, yeah. They could have at least added a couple of Clippings or whatever. Some, yeah. Some just Jessica clippings. Simpson hair extensions. You know what I'm saying? Just to fill yeah. out. <laughs> Maybe a bang just so she could throw it on every once in a while. Yeah. You know, Laura, what's her name? Well, what about Noelle's like really basic blowout makeover? Like, this isn't even a makeover. And then she shows up to panel and like washed her hair and they got mad at her that her blowout was gone. I know. It's like, well, Mama, like, what was she supposed um, to? Like she she had a photo shoot with product in her hair. She's gonna want to wash it afterwards. And they're like, um, why didn't you re-blow out your hair? <laughs> well, honestly, she was just lucky to even be there, in my opinion. <laughs> like <laughs> she's a very pretty girl, but she is not giving me like Tokyo Milan in Paris. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like curly hair, straight <laughs> hair, a lob, ex- hair extensions, a bang. Like you could have done anything and she just, she looks like she works at the Dippin' Dots at the mall. Period. Let's talk about Sarah's makeover, shall we? There's oh, Sarah. Um, <laughs> oh, no, let's not. She had, like, the best. You know what? We, if we're going to give her... She said the best. We're gonna, I was going to say, we're going to give her a good note and say that she had the best energy for be given such a bad haircut. She yeah, was oh my really God. Like, okay, there we go. She really was like, this is so adorable. I'm going to work it. And I'm like, girl. They kept calling it Peter Pan, Peter Pan haircut, Peter Pan haircut. But I do not see like... Peter Pan at all. Where? What is the shit? Why is the bang in the front so long, but yet the hair at the crown in the back is so short? And then it looks that like she has like a goes collar. right into the over the ear. And, and then she's got like a like a shelf right over her ear. And then goes back up, but then has all of this in the like what is this shape, mama? Like, okay, I, before I did hair or before I became a full-time drag queen, I was a hairdresser. So like I know that when you cut long hair to short hair, it's not just a like cut off the length give it some layers or whatever there's like a whole process there's like so much bulk that must be taken out and then there's like a reaction of the hair that you have to address and like train the client like this is what's going to happen for the first week and then like this is going to happen and it's going to look great and you can just tell that they cut her hair in 45 minutes and called it peter pan and sent her on her way and yeah. in reality, the after looks like the before. You know what I mean? Like, this is what people look like when they come into a salon to get their hair done. I've been doing my own hair for the last six This is like a COVID haircut. Yeah. You know what I mean? Before somebody oh like God, finally goes to do A COVID haircut. The trauma. The trauma. <laughs> yeah. But if you actually go on YouTube, I feel like there were, wait, what was I watching? Oh, I think it was like Jay Manuel did um, like a Instagram live with Isis. Uh-huh. Did you watch that? And she was like, really spilling the tea on behind the scenes of makeover day and just oh, how they had a bunch of one. unqualified yeah. 
a lot of unqualified hairdressers on set that were like effing those girls up to the point that like they had to be like sent out and have them replaced and yeah watch it i will be watching that i will be watching that but you can tell when you look at this Peter Pan haircut, that is what <laughs> you get. Like, you're like, oh, yeah, those hairdressers were not qualified. Yeah, she was unqualified for the job. <laughs> Why'd you do that, Tyra? Well, let's talk about a successful makeover, because I do think Naima got a really great makeover. Not a lot of change, but I do think she looked really great with that color. Yeah. yeah. They gave her that I- Beyonce color. Yeah, no, I, I, I do agree. They, like, tinted the eyebrows to go with it. But, yeah, no, it was, she did have a successful makeover. You know, they just kind of went in with, like, you know, some, some like, developer, a little lightener, brought her up a little bit, and then just went with some foil there, and then just yep. kind of brought up those ends to make them a little bit lighter. But, I mean. They turned the faux hawk into a mohawk. <laughs> yes. <Don't forget laughs> that. They said but we were that was pretty uh, much all they could do. Yeah, uh-huh. it was either that or they put extensions all over the side and then center part it <laughs> and like move yes. that in. But did they give yeah. a girl a horse pony extension mane in one of the yes. cycles? Yes, they did. That was, yes, they did. Didn't they, wasn't that her like final walk too? Like when she won the season, didn't they give her like a big ass bohawk like yeah, that? Uh-huh. Yeah, they gave the... like her so many extensions, which still, you know, season mm-hmm. four, that the final runway was still to this day like my fave. It's so good. Yeah, and the way that she would, like, spin and, like, uh-huh. nail that pose. I love mm. that. That was very inspiring for young gay me. <laughs> I think all of us. Yes. And also, did you know that Naima has a twin sister? Ooh, is she, like, as pretty and modely as her? Or is she, like, the yeah. ugly twin? No, they're oh, both nice. really beautiful. They both are really beautiful. They look identical. Yeah. Oh Good my God. Her. Can you imagine if they had the twin storyline? Um, their season, uh, versus season seven. Well. Oh no. Have, well, I mean, I think that is. I think they should have really done that. For... They really should have gone in. Had them in the top. And then two. they like separate them at one point, like on a uh, flavor of love. Like one of things too. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh, no. <laughs> we gotta separate you two now. <laughs> you gotta get your own clock. <laughs> Um, oh let's talk about Rebecca's makeover because we, we joked last week about how it was unbelievable because you know it saved her life. I mean, <laughs> good for her <laughs> when she fell. Yes, yes. When, she, when she blacked out. Like, thank God. Imagine if they hadn't given her a weave and her dumbass, like, <laughs> just kept on going to the competition. Like, if that was me, I would be like, oh. oh, 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 oh. <laughs> I mean, she did go to the hospital. Yeah, she came back. She was she out. It. Yeah, and they, and and they, they had to rip her extensions out and like sew her scalp up. No. <laughs> they said that that was literally what prevented her from like cracking her head open because she had the the braided like um you know rose and then those thick ass like early two thousands extensions and that was like the cushion. That saved her. I really dodged the bullet that day. <laughs> She's like, whoo. Thank like, goodness. Woo! She's like, I almost and wanted to give her a Rosemary's baby haircut. Cycle yeah. had sprinklings of blessings in it throughout the whole thing. I mean, you know, we talked about her at that moment. And then like with Kaylin's friend and the seven deadly sins. Yeah. Her friend had passed away literally like right before that. Like, so good. Yeah, they were all lucky to get out alive. 
<laughs> the Hunger Games of modeling. But yeah, no, uh, we, we were uh, speaking with uh, Kenya last week. And this is something that we've heard a lot is that like the judging panel room is like extremely hot because of like all of the lights that are in there. Like everyone talks about like they're like it is hot in there. So no one was really aware of Rebecca's pre-existing condition. So like they generally just kind of thought that she was just like kind of like overwhelmed from having to stand up in this really hot room and just kind of fainted. But they said they were like the only thing that like convinced them that there was it was something different was that it wasn't even like her knees like buckled. She just went straight back like. Like yeah, a like a board. You know, never yeah, seen anyone fall like that? To this I've day. never. Yeah, no, I've never either. See anyone just like literally just like like excuse <laughs> playing trust. Yes, <laughs> fully trust fall just like in to the ground into the abyss. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that poor girl. <laughs> I know. See, now, well, at least she looked good. They did do yeah. her right with the extensions too. I mean, give her long honey and caramel extensions, and you're good. You know what I mean? So. Congratulations. She went from being like basic girl at the mall to model, you know? Yeah. Yeah, very much so. All right. Well, next we have Miss Michelle. Okay. What is this picture of Michelle before? They literally, this is not even in focus. You cannot even Even see the the whites of Michelle's eyes. That is how out of focus. Wait, I don't have that photo up. It ends oh my gosh! Can you drop that to you? I'll text it to you. Yeah. Okay, oh my it. god! I'm yeah, really I mean, just Miss like... Jay was a really bad photographer. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go with that storyline because that really just tickles my soul. <laughs> right. Jay is the one just pointing and shooting at these right. girls, being like, "Let's see this makeover." <laughs> All right, girl, move those spaghetti straps <laughs> over. Let's take this picture. This is a mugshot, not a before photo. <laughs> she had the longest makeover. She was in pain the whole time. Mr. Gosh, like watching that was like really <laughs> hard to watch her go through that. You it's know, the picture is blurry as hell. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, Mama, what is this? Oh my god, is this the girl that got the who gets the skin disease? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Not you laughing. I just felt so bad for her. Like that is so me. Like you show up and you're so excited, and then you get a skin disease. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's just such relatable content. Or, you know, they butcher you and make your scalp bleed and burn, and she's like convulsing in the shampoo chair. Yeah. She really she was, was. like shaking. Her water shaking. bottle was like. <laughs> <laughs> they were pouring like seltzer water in her hair. I've never seen that done before. Seltzer water? They were pouring some like caffeinate, carbonated beverage into her hair. I don't know what. what? I missed that part. I missed yeah, the carbonated. Lying in the bowl, they like were pouring something out of a can in her hair. Oh my god, baby! Oh, uh, <laughs> see no. See, okay, why would you put something carbonated when someone is already dealing with like their scalp like burning? You know, like, we need that... some carbonated, carbonated... acid. <laughs> yeah, why? <laughs> why oh my jesus and you know like she has like a natural level five hair Uh and um you know it's not like bleach should have been on her scalp to the point that she was having like a stroke yeah that's what exactly what was happening to her she was like channeling demons and stuff during (laughs) that scene i just watched it this morning and it was not good and 
Like the that tears. should have been like a 20 volume, maybe two different steps. You know, you wash it off, put it back on and then just level it out with like a purple shampoo, maybe a toner if necessary. Yeah. Mm. And she should have been fine. Like if that happened in a salon, Ooh. like that would have been a lawsuit. I'm not kidding. So it's like, yeah. who are these hairstylists? And why do they think it's okay to like traumatize, like physically hurt these girls? Right. You know, Just going in so, like bleach right on her scalp. And then the next day, they're putting it up in a ponytail. Oh, God, and, like, I know. You know just, like, I could just feel that pain, you know? I like, could we've feel all the, bleach on our roots. Traction alopecia happening from that ponytail for the 1 800 flowers photo shoot. Oh, no. <laughs> Not 1 800 flowers. You could, you could hear the breakage. <laughs> yes, exactly. That's like the girl who puts her hair up in a bun and it's like all the way around. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just like. <laughs> Just like hair everywhere. Gosh. Breakage. And it still looks brassy. I did look brassy. I know. I that too. Mm-hmm. They were going for like a Marilyn Monroe white, you can tell. And it's like mm, yellow. It. <laughs> we do get Tyra red though. Tyra is obsessed with di- like talking about her red hair. And she finally dyes someone's hair red. So we get UV's red hair. Top model facts. Oh, yeah. Mm. Are we living for that or no? No. Um, I mean, with that face, we need to like scale it back. You know, I, I feel She's like she's got some very strong features. We need a little bit more of a neutral hairdo, in my uh-huh. opinion. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I like her. Honestly, before. honestly, you want to know what I would have done for UV? Okay, I mm-hmm. would have given her like a Euro mullet, like. Heavy, heavy bangs, like long, kind of almost to the like the the nape of the neck, like flipped up, kind of like um, just like a very kind of like no, I'm serious, like grungy Italian DJ, no, like Joan (laughs) Jet kind of situation where it's like heavy on the top, like bangs, but then you would have looked so annoying with a haircut like that. Are you kidding me? Oh my god, I think she would. No, 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 no. I'm no. seeing, okay, because I'm seeing, I'm trying to think of, like, the Italian model. No, like, she like, needs long, feminizing, just, like, beautiful, like, she turns around, and it's, like, Victoria's Secret, like, like, long wave, like, down to her butt. She needed, like, hair to go in the wind and, like, give her some, like, feminine, because that face is very strong features. You know what I mean? So we need soft, 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 like less character. You know what I mean? Yes. Like no yes. red, a mullet, girl. I would have done it. I like these girls Ooh. edgy. Let's move on to Britney's bangs because this was also not much of a makeover. And she looked, I think, a little bit more porny with the bangs than before the bangs, which I know was like their big note for her was that she looked too pornographic. Mm. Um, like sexy. I can get behind that. Yeah. Yeah. Um maybe they were going for like um more of like a nice housewife with like the bangs and then the one length just like collarbone hair. Yeah. You know, but yeah, it mm-hmm. ended up going a little bit more like China doll painted kind of lady of the night, definitely. Yeah. She deserved better. And she does look like Janet Dickinson. She is giving that very Janet Dickinson vibe. It's also the attitude, though. Like, the attitude mixed with the look. She's, like, mm-hmm. just 
giving you a lot, you know, like Janice does. So I don't know. I think that's why we like her, though. You know, she's like gives you nostalgia. You feel like you know her. Absolutely. But yeah, I guess it's about the makeover. And I don't know. It's fine. Totally. Well, and then we get this Naomi look with Tiffany. Hello. Mm -hmm. I mean, you can't fuck that up. You really can't. But they really needed to get better hair. Better quality hair. Um, quality hair. Yes, because whatever they got her was clearly like a blend. It was not fully human because you they could had tell no budget, girl. Th- right. Well, you know what? Well, then don't <laughs> go for the inches and then give a girl a full sew in with a blend. Like it is not. Yeah, because, like, like you're you gonna couldn't be styling even use an iron that. On that hair. That's what I'm saying. You guys are trying to style <laughs> it for all these shoots and do all these things to it, and it's like a heavy synthetic blend. It's not gonna look. We gotta steam you. <laughs> 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 Gotta see me out. Which is what they uh, really should have been doing because by the time Tiffany left, like that, it was frizzy. Like, you know, it was, like it, was, it, was, it was so, so frizzy. And you're like, uh uh-uh. uh, like y'all really need like to invest the money and get her <laughs> like the human hair. Like, don't be giving her that. Tyra screams at her. Screaming at her, like literally looking like a witch is about to ride away on her. Well, let's talk about our girl Kenya's makeover because yes. she had some drama. Yes. Yeah, she had um, drama. She hated it at first. She was not feeling it. She's probably like, this well, is they, not the way that my hair wants to be parted. She probably knew that it wasn't Vidal human. Soon. Yeah. They kept which, saying Vidal Sassoon, asymmetrical bang, and she never got it. So yeah. I don't really know why they kept like pushing that storyline. That narrative. Yeah. Right. But yeah. just to give her a bob. Just to give just her a to bob. Give her a bob. Yeah. Spelling I mean, it was like, B-O-B, so okay. they're calling you a Bob, 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 Bob. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, she, um, I don't know. It's a Bob. What do, you, what do you want me to say? She's cute. Yeah, she looks great. I mean, and then she put oil in it and ruined it, and they got mad at her at the panel, too. Yeah, right, because she showed we, up and, they and didn't like, show her how to work with it. Yeah. They're all like, oh my God, you put like, oil in this hair you put product in this hair they're like didn't you know that that isn't real human kenya is probably yeah, what they just, were like, i will try it out <laughs> yeah they're like don't treat that like human hair girl stop that <laughs> yeah that's gonna get all over everything hit it with a blow dryer and a steamer and you'll be fine <laughs> <laughs> you need a steamer says yeah it wasn't it just wasn't like wow it's a bob and i was mostly disappointed because of the anticipation of the Vidal Sassoon asymmetrical bang and she just got like you know some girl with a bob right because they didn't really know how to even sew in that weave to get a proper part to give her like the bang for that bang to sit the way that it needed to those two inch parts like they really (laughs) they really get me and like are they still doing it I haven't watched any of the recent seasons or anything but are they still like have they upped their hair game on the makeover days or what uh no 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 um I don't think so uh because you know it's a reality show and it's like budget and like when we think about it, it's like, okay, you have, like, all of these, like, young women. And, like, really, per per haircut, per hairstyle, per makeover, you really should be investing, I'm not even kidding you, close to, like, $2,500 to $3,000 per girl. If we're talking about extensions and stuff, absolutely. Yeah. Especially, you know what, like, 
I don't, whatever. I'm going to start projecting. So continue. <laughs> and I feel like each girl probably got a budget of like $500 and you can like five. <laughs> That's $250. a $20 haircut on Sarah. And it is like, it. yes. Yeah. Because they, they look had... like they went to that kid salon, you know, like kid, kids, <laughs> kids cuts. cuts. Great. Kids cuts. <laughs> okay. You know what? Let's take a quick break. Um, and when we come back, let's just, we're going to chat some more with our girl Pearl and, uh, yeah, catch up on what she's been up to. We'll be right back. All right, we are back, and we are chatting with my friend, Pearl. So, Pearl, summer is now over, and you had an, an, a very exciting summer living in a mobile home that you renovated. Can you please enlighten us about this experience? Well, we don't use mobile home as a term anymore. Oh, my gosh. Oh, sorry. Glamper van. Glamper van. Glamper van. I love. So, Pearl, <laughs> you had an exciting summer living in a glamper van that you renovated. Like, enlighten us more about this experience. I want to hear more about it. Um, so my partner and I built out a 24 foot shuttle bus into a glamorous tiny home on wheels yes. and she's very fabulous. It's just kind of like a rolling gypsy bottle that we put a lot of love, a lot of creativity and a lot of, I don't know, just like good energy, good juju. And it's freaking amazing. So we went on like a month. We were actually only out for like a month and a half in her, just sort of like testing her out, seeing what we might want to do differently, change anything, whatever. And we ultimately decided that it's just like a little too big for adventuring. So we actually bought a smaller van and we worked it out. And we have a little bit of a smaller rig now that I'll be like sharing with the world soon. But yeah, we are um, moving out of our cabin in six days, and we're going to be doing full-time van life for mm, maybe like six to eight months. Wow. And yeah, we're going up to like Washington State. Nice. Gorgeous there, mountains, forests, and we're going to be looking for some land to purchase and build a homestead on. So yes. when the time comes, that we buy land we'll pull our bus out of storage and like move into her and she'll be like you know like a home like a mm -hmm. house and we'll build like yeah. a big deck around her and uh -huh. whatever but in the meantime yeah we just have like the smaller van to like do adventures then um but yeah it's like very fabulous and very comfortable and i think people have like well, I don't think, I know people have like negative connotations about people who dwell in their vehicle or like live in their vehicles or whatever the case may be. And it's just like, so not that it's like the chicest, most glamorous thing I've ever done in my freaking life. Um, like I shower every single day with an outdoor shower and like, it's just not 
It's just like the new normal. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think this is something that a lot of people are going to catch on to and like, just like live a little bit more adventurously and cost effectively. And Mm -hmm. like, I'm so sick of just like throwing all of my money away to rent. And now I own like two tiny homes and it's just like all good. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Yeah, no. I mean, that's so fierce. It is fierce. I, I mean, I'm all about the saving the environment. Like that's what I was about to say. Ways. I was like, as an on an economic like level, it just feels so much more responsible. Yeah, I mean, I don't love that I have to like get gasoline, you know, from mm-hmm. a gas station just to like mm-hmm. travel around. But we're doing that anyway in our cars, so it really doesn't like make a difference at the end of the day. Yeah. And. I was going to say, people basically live in their cars in L.A. by waiting in traffic all day. Um, yeah. Right. And then you go to your shit apartment that you pay too much for with five roommates. And mm. it's just, like, not the look. So if you can figure out, like, a land situation, I think anyone anyone can really do it as long as, like, you have a place to park at the end of the day. Yeah. So I don't know. I think, like, it's a movement that, hasn't really been discovered by like this particular audience. Uh-huh. So, you know what? People are just going to like laugh at me at first, like they always do. And then just follow like they do as well. So <laughs> it is what it is. Honestly, and... I've been so intrigued and inspired by the entire journey. And I'm curious, like what, what inspired you? What made you want to downsize? Like, you know, just like, get rid of you know any type of like excess things that you don't need and just be like i just want to well, live like more simply well i've always been like a minimalist and i've always like purged everything like i go like every couple of months i just go through my whole house and purge 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 and but like honestly where it all came from was like the pandemic hit and I, I don't know, like, I like, look, with this whole drag thing, I love doing drag, but it is not like it can, it's just not like my full time interest or my full time mm-hmm. job. Mm-hmm. It was always a hobby and was always meant to just be a hobby. And then it kind of, you know, the whirlwind happened and all that. And I was just like, like, honestly, I just, I just don't know, like, if I'm going to be the one who has money. Um, I'm just not like, I just don't know if I'm the type of person who's just like, I can rely on myself to just like have a bunch of money, like at any point in my life. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like I didn't come from money and I don't feel, and I don't feel like I'm going to die with money. So like, I just want to like feel like I have some ownership over something in my life, like with Mm -hmm. just in, within my own means. So I got really interested in tiny homes and tiny living spaces and homesteading and just like my hatred for the government and just like, (laughs) I hate being tied and just like being a part of any kind of normal systemic societal patriarchal bullshit. I just like literally just want to disappear in the woods. Like that's literally all I want to do. I don't care about anybody. I don't care about people. I don't care about, like keeping relationships i literally sometimes i'm just like either i gotta go or i'm like gonna go go. you know what i'm saying so so like for me it's just like i don't care i don't care about anything like i don't care about having money i don't care about glamour i don't care about dresses i don't care about drag i don't care about anything all i want is to not have to deal like Mm -hmm. at all at all Mm -hmm. at all so i don't know 
as just like lack of having confidence in my money making abilities slash hatred towards like the world slash <laughs> oh I got sued and I had to give a lawyer freaking fifty thousand dollars and that was like all my savings mm-hmm. so like you know just like a bunch of bullshit was going on in my life coronavirus was ruining everything mm-hmm. and like I was making some unemployment checks and I'm like I'm not gonna just like spend this on bullshit I'm gonna actually invest it in something where at the end of the day I feel like I actually have some comfort in this yeah. world and like somewhere that I know that's something that I know is mine no matter what yeah. so so that's just like how I invested the money and you know I have some credit card debt whatever who cares I'll pay it off who doesn't and yeah. like it is what it is and that's yeah. like that's just where it all comes from I don't know I guess no, I think that honestly, I am so intrigued. Like, I love watching the show, This Tiny House. Like, I'm so, because there is, like, you were just describing, there is like a movement of like tiny home. And I'm just always so intrigued by the way multifunctional spaces are put together. The fact that, like, you, like, things can have multiple purposes and you can do more with them. And I feel like we as humans, are just like so used to like the access like I love that like naturally you're like I'm just like a minimalist and then also just kind of like describing the way that you're like I don't really always want to have to be like out here doing this and I just like want to disappear sometimes because um at the Emmys when Michaela Cole made her acceptance speech um for I May Destroy You something that she said that I thought was so profound she's like in a society where we put so much on visibility she was just all like don't be afraid to just disappear. She's like, she's like, we measure visibility as success, but she was just all like, she's like, find comfort in literally just disappearing. And I was literally like, I love that. You know, I love that. that. And that's the thing. That's the thing about drag though. Like drag queens don't want to disappear, you know? And like, for me and my experience, like I thought that I wanted it all. And, you know, mm-hmm. I was like, Oh, I'm going to move to Chicago, big city. Oh, I'm going to move to New York, be a big city drag queen. Blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And then like it fucking fell out of the sky and hit me like a piano crashing down. <laughs> and I was like, too much, too much, too much, too much. And then, you know, yeah. like everyone's like, Oh, you're ungrateful. How dare you not just like maximize and capitalize as much as you can. It's like, okay, I'll try for a couple of years. <laughs> and then I just realized like, mm, can't fake it can't do it like can't can't pretend to be interested can't pretend to love to like this is literally the first time I put a wig on since like I did a photo shoot two months ago you know what I'm saying so like I I, could see you toss that wig around there was something you said that was really powerful and you grabbed like both sides of it and whipped it over your shoulders like I was like yes "Yes, (laughs) ma'am well I'm a woman like I'm still a woman so like like, at the end of the day yeah, wood living in a van, whatever. I'm still like a woman, so top model facts. We love like I still have yeah. I still have all of that, and it doesn't go away just because you're like a fucking weird van dweller person. But I also have to say, like, I have a lot of privilege. You know, I am really smart. I moved before the pandemic hit, which was really by luck. Um, so that I was able to even afford to do any of this or have like a driveway to build a bus in or have a partner to build a bus with. So you know what I'm saying? Like right. there's a lot of different like factors that go into it. But I do honestly really believe that anybody 
has the ability to like go and do something like this. If you like have decent credit and you can get a credit card, honestly, mm-hmm. like that's really what it comes down to because I wasn't in the position, but I like made it work, you know? I mean, it's see. all about modeling through it. <laughs> okay. It's all about that's modeling what I'm saying. It. I mean, are top models born or are they made? Hello. Definitely born. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, not everyone is um, as lucky as uh, Pearl to be such a beautiful, gorgeous woman who lives off the land. That is all we have for today, folks. Pearl, thank you so much. This has been so much fun. Um, Thank you for coming and chatting with us, giving us your top model expertise. It has been such a fun, Kiki. Um, Can you please tell all the people at home listening to the show where they can find you online and keep up to date with all of your outdoors adventures? Okay. You can find me on Instagram at PearlyAzon or YouTube.com slash PearlBazaar. Yes. Also, thank you so much, everyone, for listening. And remember, if you have any top model facts or questions for Maxwell and me or our guests, or you just want to say hi, please send us an email to beontoppod at gmail.com. Remember to subscribe to Want to Be On Top wherever you listen and make sure to rate and review the show because it helps us grow, bitch. I'm Shea Coulee. And I'm Maxwell Esposito. And as always, the question remains, want to be on top? Want to be on top is not endorsed by America's Next Top Model or any other show's creators, producers, or distributors. It is intended for entertainment and informational purposes only. America's Next Top Model and all names, pictures, audio, and video clips are registered trademarks and or copyrights of their respective trademark and or copyright holders. To listen to Wanna Be On Top, ad-free, and Monday early, sign up for Forever Dog Plus at foreverdogpodcast.com slash plus. Make sure to follow at Forever Dog Team and at Mom Podcasts on social and rate and review Wanna Be On Top five stars on Apple Podcasts. Yes, bitch, I said five stars on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. Wanna Be On Top is produced by Forever Dog and Moguls of Media, a.k.a. Mom, hosted by Shea Coulee, produced by Maxwell Esposito, editing and sound design by Will Pitts, executive produced by Willem Belli, Big Dipper, Alaska Thunderfuck, Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. 